0: This is Self Starter. Shout out to my Self Starters. Welcome to Self Starter. Sorry, guys. This is a podcast all about the small business owners, the self employed, and freelancers who have taken the plunge to create their own desirable lifestyle. My name is Andy Dowling. I'm also the host of the Andy Social Podcast. I play bass in the Australian metal band Lord, and I'm a dispute resolution specialist. So I do a lot of different things on a day-to-day basis, all very interesting, I'm sure. You can follow me on all the social media platforms, but most importantly, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching at Andy Dowling. Or alternatively, you can go to selfstarter.com.au where you'll find a number of different links and resources to not only this podcast, but the self-employment topic in general. So please go over there, check it out. Lots of stuff over at selfstarter.com.au. Okay, so this episode is with Michelle, who is the co-owner of Swabbin the Decks Cleaning Services, located in Sanctuary Point on the south coast of New South Wales. Now, you're probably thinking, Andy, all right, you had me going, but now cleaning services? Really? Is it that interesting? bear with me as you guys would know by now self-starter is about sharing best practices. We want to learn more. We want to get the insights of what people are doing. And sometimes the best thing to do is not just look in our own little pond, in our own insular little bubble, but to look outside and see what other industries, what other people that are providing different products and different services are doing, because there's a lot of things that transcend over and we can definitely share best practices. So this is is another example of some great insights some great perspective i love the story of the reasons why michelle and her husband have created this cleaning service and just the environmental uh, reasons as to why they're in the position that they're in now as well which i'll let michelle cover because if you've been listening to self-starter or even the anti-social podcast you know i love to waffle so i'll let michelle do all the talking but please enjoy this episode with michelle of swabbing the decks cleaning services So, do you just want to introduce yourself and just tell me a little bit about your business? Okay, well,
1: uh, my name is Michelle Millwood, business is Swabbing the Decks Cleaning Services. My husband and I uh, own and operate it. We kind of um, started
0: about six months ago
1: and now we're getting quite busy and um, yeah, we're getting out busy.
0: Fantastic. And uh, what were you both doing prior to starting the business?
1: Well, before that, I've always been in management. My husband, um, he, he was in warehousing, but um, I was actually running, we ran a motel together for a couple of years um, prior to coming to deciding to start this. When the motel, you know, was closed down, we decided, well, I mean, I guess he's 50, I'm, I'm you know, 45. It's it's, it's not that easy to go out and just get a job, even if you've had a stable a work history. So I got a lot of, um, I was too overqualified. Uh, I, I applied for all sorts of jobs and shops and whatnot. Um, I think we got to the point where we just said, look, you know, let's just try it and see if we can make a go of it.
0: So it's um, it's interesting because sometimes people think that they uh, it's too hard to find a job because they don't have enough qualifications to sort of get a get a look in. But um, you're on the other end of the spectrum where you're actually overqualified and it was it was hard That's to right. find. That's
1: yeah, they actually sent me um, to, uh, to a retail course so I could learn to be like, you know, uh, yeah, to, to do that course because they said I was, I was just too overqualified. I spoke with other people, I guess also the area we live in, a lot of people have to make their own work if they want to survive. So we just kind of figured, oh well, let's just do it and if we fail, we fail, but if we don't, it could work out really well. and. You know, it could be something good for us.
0: Was it something that you'd been thinking about for a while, like I guess, you know, over the years that you would like to go down that path where you'd create something yourself and create your own business? Or was it only just because of the circumstances that you thought, you know what, I, I need to I need to actually move ahead and, and do something now?
1: Well, it actually was a bit of both. Um, we, we had discussed it. Like it would be, you know, we thought, well, it would be cool just, you know, be able to do our own thing and, and you know, cut out that middleman and, and work and, you know, we don't have to worry about being unemployed. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was also a bit of like you know. Well, there's a lot of jobs around, but you've also got in this area people like you know, thousands of people applying for the same role. Um, at, At our age, they're probably going to go for the younger person.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. What was the What was the biggest fear that you both had? when you were moving forward to get ready to start the business, was there anything that sort of, I mean, I, th- I just going from your... Getting
1: the work, I think it is, yeah, like getting yeah. the customers and, and getting out there and, and getting that work in, that was the hardest part. And, you know, we kind of figured that, you know, even though some of it was quite easy to get and others was, you know, it was a lot of work to, to kind of grab onto. We've had to work for other people for like, you know, next to nothing just to get sort of that contact out in the world, you know, and... and and whatnot, and now we've got quite a few clients. so But that's also, to chasing it. But we had the first couple of months where we worried about being, you know, living in a tent because we couldn't, you know, we wouldn't be able to come up you know, pay our bills or, you know, support our family. It, it, all of those come up all the time. But then also, too, when you see things starting to improve, you don't want to kind of feel... I actually said to a few people, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where I feel like just getting up, but I would have been silly to be do so at that point.
0: Yeah. What, what were some of the things that you both had to do in those first few months to start getting customers and, and start getting business? Was there any particular tactics that you guys took? Or oh, just, yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. We had to keep it ourselves as cheap as possible and keep our, we don't have the outgoings that some others do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was basically to keep ourselves as cheap as possible and as available as possible for any job. Yeah. So we kind of had to do jobs that we probably wouldn't um, normally take on now. And there are a lot of hard work just for the simple fact of getting out there and, and trying to get yeah, the business name out and what we do. I mean, we live in an area where it's a, a lot of holiday accommodation. Our goal was to try and find, you know, a, 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 enough sort of holiday homes to to maintain through the, through the summer as well as, you know, through the winter.
0: Was that a case of contacting each individual holiday home or was it a real estate company or was it real
1: estate yeah generally real estate um and i've even i'm even looking at jumping on and and, and doing a bit of a mail out in the next couple of weeks just to you know get a couple of more clients it's it's always you always got to keep going at it because you don't know what you will have at the end of next month or month after so I guess we try to, you know, we, we always try and take as much as we can at the beginning of the month, just to ensure that we can get through. Because it's always that worry that I can't ring my boss and say, "Oh, well, you know, I, I, I can't pay my bills. I need some more work." It's, it's not that simple. But then it's also being good in the fact that if we've had a, a tough week, we'll go and find another job.
0: Absolutely, it's on. It's and on, then you know get through that week. It. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It is. It totally is. But yeah, we, you do. You have to actually. Um, get your reputation around a place like this before anything.
0: Is that, is that some of the current challenges that you both have? I mean, it's still a new business yep. and now you're still just getting yourself up and running and, and visible yep. out there. Is that is that what you're still trying to find as far as a current challenge, is just making sure that you've got this steady stream of, of work coming through and customers... Absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. I mean, it, it, with this sort of business, we knew that we could... Um, you know, it's also the fact of it's a seasonal... It's very seasonal work, mm. Um in many areas, but this area, it does run throughout the winter period as well. Um, we do have a couple of commercial clients that, you know, can get us through winter, but then we, you know, we have to work harder in summer in order to not worry about winter.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's a common theme uh, in, in this part of the world where you yep. know, it's um, yeah, so many businesses are, are really sort of um, buying or sort of hoping that um, they can function in those down months when uh, it's not typically a holiday season, but um, it's good news to, to hear right. that you can still... You know, you've still got something that can potentially come through in those down times.
1: That's right. I mean, at the end of the day, we never, we never wanted to be rich. We did, you know, have a lot of... Um, a, a, a lot of good things happen at the beginning of the business that got us to the point we're at now where we're looking pretty okay. Um probably you know the first month and ages where I haven't had to worry so much. Um so that that's gonna be great. But um but yeah, we still always have to make sure that we're out there because you don't know um a house can be taken off the market, you don't clean it anymore or all of a sudden they don't use it in winter or they don't use it at certain periods.
0: Given that it's still early days for yourself, I mean obviously the internet's quite a powerful tool to get word out there and oh, whatnot. Yes. Um, what, uh, is there any certain things that you've been doing or sort of focusing on uh, when it comes to sort of online to try and get word out there to more people? Because obviously you mentioned uh, doing yeah, the mail out and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, what I told you, I, I, I'm on the local um, page here at Sanctuary Point so I can keep in contact with the community because I kind of figured that there are a lot of people in this area here that have started their own businesses for income. Mm. Um, you know, I've left Sydney, come down here, you know, opened a coffee shop or, you know, mm. decided to do something else. And it's it's a very, very um, supportive community. I feel that, you know, once you need to start in your community first. And that seems what that's what helps us. So being, you know, basically I send Facebook ads out in the community. Uh, people that live within our area get cheaper prices because we don't have to travel so much. Um, you know, little perks like that and just, you know, sending out as many, like, Facebook ads I can just so they see that. So we get a lot of end-of-lease claims and things like that through those ads.
0: It's um, it's amazing the, the potential was, with just Facebook alone, just having so many people uh-huh. use it and being able to locate people v- v- via location to be able to sort of direct market to them, so you're not just putting an ad in, uh, you know, on, a, or on radio or on TV or something, and then you're not quite Absolutely. getting your demographic.
1: Yes. yes. I mean, I don't care if I never get a job, you know, in certain areas, because it's, it's, it's not the area we want anyway. Yeah. I mean, we were looking at, you know, staying local and, and being a benefit to the people here that have, you know, there's a lot of auto homes here, so it's, it's a big business in this area. And yeah, we want to be, you know, invaluable to them. That, that's our point. We be able to make an income each week. We don't have to be rich. And we, 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 also we just, you know, be very careful that we, you know, we don't ever go anywhere near greed.
0: Well, that's 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 a good one. That, that's,
1: that's, the, that's the big killer I found in any business. It's just, you know. Keep away from
0: that. Keep honest with yourself and your clients. Well, that's it. And I guess um, that's certainly a common theme that I'm seeing with a lot of people getting into business mm. or, or have had businesses up and running for a few years now. It's that it's, it's, a, it's a long-term game. It's, it's a long thing. It it's, and you want this to be part of your life and it's, it's dictating your lifestyle. So you've got to make sure that you don't jump the gun or aim too high too quickly and expect quick, yeah. quick returns as well.
1: We can't do the quality job if you do go too 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 much into it yet. So we're trying to keep that so it's small when you know invaluable to our clients because we do give them that time they need.
0: Is there anything that I mean? You're only a few months in, so it's so fresh yep. and it's a different perspective, which is quite good because you're you're starting to see the results of, of the hard work that you you've been putting into it. But is there anything? Yeah, it's even, yeah. But is there anything like? around now that you're looking at and seeing, oh, uh, we probably could have done that better? Is there anything at this stage or is it still too early for, for you to understand?
1: Well, I think no. No, I think we have that every day. I mean, with every job that we go to, there's always something we're thinking, that, oh, we've done that better or could oh, we know? Um... But then I think, too, that we're going to put more pressure on us because we are the ones that have got to do the job. We're the ones that are going to be responsible for it. So it's it's a lot different ballgame than turning up and working for someone. Mm. Um, You know, you you turn up to the office, clock in, you do your job for your boss, they're happy, you leave, it's it's done. Whereas with us, it's it's always seven days, always thinking, always kind of planning on what we're doing next, what's coming in, what's got to go out.
0: What's, um, because obviously from a cleaning business point of view, um, you're doing something that I guess on the surface would be a fairly straightforward uh, service and something that's uh, non-surprising for most people that are going to hire you. Um, Is there anything apart from the the price point that you are looking at or you're doing already that's going to separate you a little bit from, from some of the other competition out there?
1: Yes, yeah. Well, see, we're, we're actually just basically we're putting out all our efforts into um, a group called Holidays Collections at Himes Beach and, and they have the most beautiful, amazing range, array of um, holiday homes and they're huge homes, they, they're, they're luxurious, they're top top dollar and we're, we're kind of trying to get ourselves into that little market there because there's, that way you're getting a more housekeeping personal service, as so that might to in a hotel room, where you had your towels folded nicely and all the little pretty things, and so yeah, we, we like to do that. So we're, we're trying to keep into that market.
0: Those little extras can make a make a big difference. Oh, definitely, definitely, and we love it. That's great, and um, I guess because they are so early into it, it's hard probably to say right now. But what's what's the vision moving forward into the future? And, and obviously, this is a long term, a long term thing that you've you've created. But um, where do you see the business going in the years to come? Is it something that you're going to have a couple of different teams uh, there and doing multiple sites, or w- where do you see it going? Well,
1: we we, we don't really want to. Um Kind of grow out too much, but then we've also think we've got we've got um, you know a family and we've got an, uh, a, a son that's in hospitality as well, so it's also something that they can get involved in and uh, maybe help them out through their you know. It might be something that we pass forward to, you know, one of the kids or, or or someone else that might want to take, you know, on. We can take them on. But we don't want to get too big. We just want to keep it local and just basically, um, yeah, support ourselves. That's, that's pretty
0: much it. A bit of an asset to the family long term, so the family's got something yeah, to, that, yeah, that's
1: pretty much what it is, yeah. I mean one day my husband and I would love to get in the street and just like go to the Northern Territory and disappear for a while, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, this is Basically, just giving us that chance to be able to do that and and not worry so much about income and and supporting ourselves. It's, I mean, I know there's there's, there's a lot of people out on welfare and and, and we, we It's not going somewhere we 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 even thought about going. Um, it, it it's just not. It's, we could never live on it. We just couldn't live on it. And I don't think that it was either basically stay in a tent or think of a solution this is what we came up with.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's a great one. And, and as you said, like living in, in that, that area where so many yep. people are have no choice. They've got to create their own their own income, their own businesses yeah. down there because there's just not that many opportunities. Yet there are a lot of people down there because they want that lifestyle. Um, you certainly, that's exactly right. You've gone in that right direction. Well,
1: there's actually quite a lot of opportunities. It's just finding finding where to find them, and it can be hard. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like really we think of every day as an opportunity. Anything can happen in a day that might change tomorrow.
0: So, and just before we wrap it up as well, because I'm really curious, you mentioned a, a, and a really important point about community, and and you really sort of need to embed yourself and get community support. And for for you both, it, you've you've got that community support, and you've got that link with people. Um, is yep. that something that I mean, I just I want to really sort of emphasise this because I'm seeing it a lot with with other people that I've spoken to, where um, you know it's not just about what you can provide to the end user to the customer, but it's it's getting that leverage from other businesses to get that support and that backing, and and hopefully lead you exactly. to other opportunities.
1: Exactly, and I think it's so important. Like I've been mean, there was a young fellow on on Facebook on Facebook page, and he was looking at he's starting his own lawn mowing business up and whatnot. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people that go out and do it and, and he just went out and he's, he's just starting probably, you know, only a week into it or something, um, you know, and he's getting some response from that. You, you, sometimes you just sort of put yourself out there and the community that you live in is just so important no matter what you're doing. Um, when you're running a small business, your community means everything. And to have that support and to be able to support them back in there, like, you know, joint ventures and whatnot, it's, it's really rewarding.
0: It's that word of mouth that can go a long way.
1: Absolutely, but it's also knowing too, you know. It's, it's just nice to know that I'm, I would know if anything happened tomorrow, there would be businesses here that would help, help us out, not a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, that would jump in and say, look, and don't know it. It's just the type of place this is. So, uh, you know, we want to give that back too. So, you know, give the community something that they're getting a bit of a bonus for.
0: That's it, yeah. Oh, I think that's um, – I love that because I get really excited because a lot of people have been saying this and, and I've no. Oh, it's so
1: true though. Without it that, it, it means nothing to us, like really. Yeah, without it, it means nothing. And hearing other people's stories, you uh, know, it's great. I think, so you don't feel like you're
0: so alone. <laughs> well, that's right. And I think a lot of people do feel that when they're getting started with a business because they're worried yeah. about going in alone and having all this responsibility on themselves. And yes, ultimately, you're controlling your destiny as far as your business yeah. is concerned. But if you've got... Yeah. You can you can lean on other people, and other people are going through similar things to what you are, and and there's like-minded people with diff, with same approaches out there, and it's just a case of bonding yep. together and, and finding those support systems and those communities.
1: Oh, absolutely, no, absolutely, no. I, we use um, local businesses with with anything we do, but with our badges or with you
0: know clothing or anything, we we always go to the locals. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Well, I think um, I think we might have to do a catch up sometime down the track. Maybe no uh, Maybe later in the in the new year and see how everything's progressing yeah. and see whether yeah. some of these yeah. things are working. Yeah. Well, that's we're we're
1: pretty booked up heading up into Christmas, so that will be quite exciting at that stage, I think. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, good luck in good luck in the holiday season because I'm no doubt it's going to be manic and 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 uh, you're probably going to be pulling hair out at, at certain stages along the way, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it does it does sound exciting. So yeah. All the best it's a
1: lot of fun it's a lot of fun to actually bring someone into a beautiful home and say this is yours for a waking joy
0: perfect perfect i love it well thank you very much for your time we'll speak soon okay thank you thanks michelle bye-bye okay bye-bye Thank you, my fellow self-starters. If you want to reach out to Michelle and follow their journey as Swabin' the Decks Cleaning Services continues to grow and build and expand, you can do so by going to their Facebook page, which is is facebook.com slash Swabin' the Decks, which is S-W-A-B-B-I-N-T-H-E-D-E-C-E and no doubt in the future there might be a website that will fall off the back of uh, the Facebook page as well but to make things easy please go over to the show notes at selfstarter.com.au where I'll dump everything that we spoke about in this episode as well as additional links and resources and uh, if Swab on the Decks has some additional platforms social media platforms or websites and whatnot I'll keep adding them to that page as well so be sure to go and check that out if you need some additional information. Now, four key points that I got out of this episode. So uh, as always, and I keep saying, and I'm a parrot, and I'll be a parrot for all of this podcast. If you get anything out of this that I don't cover, or I'm, or you're finding a focus somewhere else that I'm not focusing on, please let me know. Um, it'll help me continue to evolve this podcast and make it bigger and better. Now, the first aspect or first point that I got out of this, which was really important, was what they did initially to get started and get that momentum in the local area. So they've gone through all the, the process of building their business. They've launched it. Now, how do you get the community behind you to to build that clientele, build, build that business? So... Michelle did mention being cheap and affordable and being available, but really the big thing here is making it as easy as possible for people. You want this to be an easy process. Remove all the technicalities. Try not to make it a complex process to begin with. Start small. Make it really easy. You want people to be easily convinced, and the more hoops that you've got people to jump through initially when people don't know who you are, well, the harder it's going to be. So starting small and just making things as easy as possible to begin with is going to be key to building that initial, initial momentum. The second point was creating income to directly link to the lifestyle that they, they're wanting. So this is a bigger picture and this is probably more of a self-development topic, but I think the big thing here is what do you want out of life? You know, what things do you want? Do you want the car? Do you want the beautiful house? Do you want to go on a massive uh, several week holidays internationally every year. What are the things that you want? Do you want to put your kids through, uh, through tertiary education? Whatever it is, understanding what those things are and what those costs are, and then drilling down and understanding that, what do I actually need to earn in order to meet these goals, you know, achieve these dreams that you have for making them a reality. And I think the really important thing with this is understanding that sometimes these what feel to be these lofty goals that sometimes seem unattainable are actually a lot easier than we think. And it's just a case of stopping and setting focus on these things and really identifying what you want. and You might find in in Michelle's case is that they don't need to create this dynamic, massive business to meet the needs that they want out of life. So really fantastic. And I think that once you identify that, that potentially will take a lot of pressure off yourself and what you're trying to do, because at least you've got some goals to work towards. Uh, The next point was community. Once again, I know. I'm a parrot. (laughs) There's going to be so much community uh, references in this podcast in general, but um, given it's a small area in Sanctuary Point and they really want to find uh, their their spots, their their niche in that area. They really need the community backing. So for them, doing as much as they can to help others and support other businesses and really just building relationships with the people in the local area. What can they do to be a part of the community? And it might not just be about hard selling a product or a service all the time. It's just about being present, being there and being supportive of people around you. And as a result... When things go wrong for another business, you're there to help them, even if it's just from an emotional point of view. And vice versa, when times are tough for you and your business, that you'll have people in the local area that are there to support you, even if it's just from an emotional point of view. It can be such a massive advantage and it's very, very underrated. So community is key. And the last point, this is just a mindset thing, but I love it. Every day is an opportunity. Every day is an opportunity, regardless of what happened yesterday or what happens right now what is happening right now, every day is an opportunity. So it's just that optimistic glass half full perspective. It's great attitude. And I think you really need it just to keep yourself going. Yes, we all have our bad days and we, we drag ourselves through the mud some days and it feels like we're not getting anywhere. But overall, every day is an opportunity to succeed, to win over another person, to Finalize a sale, or you know whatever it might be. It's you know there's always an opportunity to grow and get be- bigger and better every single day. So I love that. Uh, I love that attitude that Michelle's got. So as always, selfstarter.com.au. Go over there, check it out. There's going to be a bunch of stuff over there. Um, as with all the previous episodes of the Self Starter podcast, if you've got anything in addition that you found was valuable from this episode and I didn't highlight it, please let me know. I'd love to ensure that I'm focusing on the right things for you guys moving forward into the future as well. As always, until the next couple of weeks rolls around for that next episode, take care, keep reading up, and uh, keep self starting. Maybe is that right? I'll work on that outro.